So you've set up your business online because of the COVID-19 pandemic and you're now running a profitable online store. Unfortunately, the pandemic has also led to a spike in cyber crimes and small businesses like you are the most vulnerable targets. How do you create a cybersecurity strategy to protect your small business from these threats? I'm Kalila Reynolds, and it's time for another episode of Money Moves, JA, brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's business advisory service, giving you the tools to grow your business. Our guest today is Christopher Record, CEO of T-Tech, and make sure you watch this video to the end because we also have a giveaway. Hi, Chris, and welcome to the program. It's great to have you. Thank you very much. I need to talk to you about T-Tech on, on another level, on a different program another no time. Problem. Yeah, because no I know you are a listed company. Yes. But you guys specialize in data security, yes. among other things. Yes. So tell me, what is cybersecurity? So cybersecurity, as the word kind of sort of implies, um, is security, but more connected around cyber, um, internet, uh, online activities. So you currently are using your technology, whether it's your tablet or, or cell phone or your computer, laptop, desktop, whatever it is, to do your regular activities. So whether it's Word, Excel, PowerPoint, or any type of specific application that you're using to just get your job done. So what happens now is that that information, all of a sudden, either a nefarious actor, some you know, bad guys, think that the information that you have may be valuable to somebody else, in other words, they want to take it and steal it, or they may, they may figure out that, well, you know what, or they have figured out because this is what has happened globally, it, which is why something called ransomware has become so, so prevalent, is that your information is very, very important to you. Mm -hmm. So the various types of activities that will happen is that um, folks will either try to convince you to give you information that uh, you would not want to give them, like your bank accounts or your passwords and things like that. So there are various ways now to try to trick you and try to fool you to give up that information or they're going to just break it and steal it right so just i, I explain i explain cyber security and cyber threats and risk and all of these things you know using a simple analogy like a house you know we are in we're in this building and yes there's a security guard at the front um there's a gate and then there's a door and then there's you know a, a, a receptionist so so there are many layers to actually have access to the building to us to come and actually get, get right here. So it's the same thing. You have your data, you have your applications, you have your private information, your personal private data that you want to protect. And so there are many layers that you now have to put in to, um, to get there. It started out as, 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 as um, viruses. You know, somebody, somebody does something to stop your computer from working so you can't even get access to the information. But somebody got smart and realized, oh, hold on it. If I, just put a, if I just put a virus in there and, and they, you, know, you have no longer any access or use of your computer, what good is that for you? What it, purpose, what that purpose does that serve? Right. So somebody kind of says, hold on there. Let me encrypt it. Let me, let me do something, ransomware, let me do something so that you don't have access to it, but I can give you back a key. So you get an email, you make a mistake, you click on this thing, all of a sudden, your files are now being encrypted. There are a special program is being run. You no, no longer have access to your data anymore. And you get this message saying that you have been, your files are now encrypted. 
please pay this amount of money, and then you'll get a key to, um, believe it or not, a lot of people are actually paying the money, sadly. I can imagine, because what else do you do? And, and we're going to come to that, but right. this is not just a foreign thing. No. This has been happening here in Jamaica yes. as well. I yes. recall a popular Instagram, in, I think it was Bounty Killer. Think, wasn't Bounty Killer a, I know one a of the, victim of, of, I know one of the artists. ransomware multiple, fairly recently? Mul multiple, but nobody's not talking. Right, so most of them don't make it public, but <laughs> no. that, that person made... It, mm. I, I believe it was him, but mm. don't quote me on that. Mm. That person went public with the right. situation. Right. And I think of so many online businesses mm. now, especially with COVID, a lot right. of businesses have migrated right. online or have stepped up their online presence. Mm. You may run an Instagram boutique and you yes. now have 200,000 followers on your thing and somebody hacks into your thing and you can't access your store yep. anymore. How that do you happens. deal with that? We in the IT security um, provider space, uh, we offer a wide range of solutions uh, to, to customers. It can be just as simple as uh, putting in something, a piece of technology called a firewall, where you block unauthorized traffic from entering your network on your system. Or it can be very, very complicated, where there is um, you know, something called multi-factor authentication, where if you are, you are remote trying to get access to your own information, there has to be some other so apart from just putting in a password, it may send a message to your phone to say, please put in a PIN. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden you need a password and a PIN. Mm -hmm. So I kind of created a little, I call it my five-step process, right? So, and, and, and I gave a presentation just recently and I said, my five-step process is simply this. If you do these five strategies, mm -hmm. you're going to be blocking anywhere between 80 and 90% of all, of all attacks or potential um, cybersecurity cyber issues. Well, let's hear right? it. So, number one, and, and I joke around with, with the wording of these things, right? Um, I mean, it starts out with just understanding and awareness, but I'll get to awareness later. Number one, take stock, right? So any small business needs to understand what they actually have and what they actually own. Why? I want us to take stock, get a list of all your hardware and get a list of all your software because you see software that's trying to um, connect to your system or, or, or being used in your organization that you know you didn't put there, then it's cause for alarm, right? Second one is, again, I could play on the words, lock shop, right? Mm -hmm. So in lock and shop um, is exactly what we spoke about a while ago. You are not allowing any access unless you have the right credentials. Number three, use protection, right? <laughs> <laughs> install protection, and install protection is using alt an alt malware software or um, some people will have um, you know varying versions of technology that continuously test your internet line coming come continuously test the system every time you start up it runs a test to make sure let me check the memory let me check the hard drive let me check the storage yeah. so so I, I mentioned the uh, lock shop um, and, and install protection the next thing is is, is patch it patch it and okay. what does patching it mean too many times we're using our equipment and we see some sort of an indicator come up on, 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 on the software that says um, up, updating. Now we cancel it. It's a child of time to update. The updates are made by the um, organizations because they have either found that there is a problem in the software or they're just updating the security. Right? So update your, 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 your tablet, update your laptops, update your desktops, update your servers. We do. In, this, in our world, we call it patch management. So we update and add the patches as Microsoft or you know, Google, whoever, whoever is the operating system you're using, apply the patches when they send them. Right? So that is massively important. 
And then last but not least, which is actually the most important one, is what we, I just referred to as be aware, be very aware. In other words, cybersecurity awareness training for everyone on your team and, 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 and in your office. You can recognize a phishing email by certain ways that the words are. And, you know, you're getting an email from someone that you don't know this person from Adam and they're offering mm -hmm. you money mm -hmm. and all these things. You can recognize a, a, what, what they call a, a, a business email scam or a business email compromise. Right. Right. But once they start asking you for information. Once but, but, and some do it very. Bank account. Correct. And some do it very subtly. You talk about, uh, you know, public figure. There are many compromises happening in Jamaica that nobody wants to talk about. And it happens within the legal, in the legal world. Because the scammers and the, and, and the various um, bad actors out there know that the biggest funds are being transferred if you're selling a house. So if you're selling a house and you have your lawyer taking care of it for you, and then the negotiation happens and you have an approval and you have accepted a buyer, and you say, go ahead, you're now instructing funds to be deposited somewhere. Any bad actor who has broken into and, and seen what's going on with that transaction, they wait until that moment when that account number is given. Just at that moment. And then they inject themselves right there. They say, oh, with some cockamamie story to say that, oh, that account that I gave you this morning, um, I'm having a challenge with it. Some story, a soft story that sounds very, very good. And then you just, because they figured out a way to make the email look exactly like it's coming from you. Mm -hmm. And then they change your account number. Hmm. And then the lawyer or the whoever on the other side sees that. And then they, without, because there wasn't any cybersecurity awareness training and their awareness is low and there's a trust level that, oh yeah, man, call the person that, and ask them. But yeah, um, you have to create your own multi-factor authentication when it comes to things like that. Wow. You've given us so much to, to think about, Chris, especially as the owner of a digital business myself. For anybody else who is in this space now, you need to be thinking about cybersecurity. So Chris, before you go, mm -hmm. I want you to ask our viewers a question based on your presentation so that they can win a great prize from Exim Bank. Oh, fantastic. So I went through five, and I go through them again. Take stock, lock shop. Install protection, patch it, be aware, be very aware. So those are my five strategies that if you do them, you'll, you will prevent 80 to 90% of attacks. Which is the most important one? Easy question. Easy question, because I told you. <laughs> answer on Exim Bank's Instagram page, at EximBankJA. And now here's a recap of Chris's main points. Take stock of hardware and software. Use multi-factor authentication to lock up. Make sure you install protection. Always update and apply the patches. And stay aware by getting cybersecurity training for you and everyone in your office. Theft of digital information has become a commonly reported fraud, surpassing physical theft. Every business that uses the internet has the responsibility to create a culture of security that will enhance business and consumer confidence. Well, that's it for this episode of Money Moves JA, brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's Business Advisory Service, giving you the tools to grow your business. Visit their website, EximBankJA.com. I'm Kalila Reynolds. Stay safe.